everybody, this is Michael Rooker, and you're listening to Atomic Geekdom. of trailer parking, I guess that's what we're going to call it. Uh, my name is Dave, and joining me tonight to talk all things Captain America Civil War is Matt from Two Broke Geeks. Hello. And Amelia from the Geekly Planet and the Marvel Report and the Twitter. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> uh, okay, so last night, if you're listening to this, I, I forget it, I'm not doing podcast timelines. Uh, last night... Uh, Jimmy Kimmel, Chris Evans, and Robert Downey Jr. got together, had some fun with Jimmy, and released a, a poster, and everybody got sad because they thought the surprise was going to be something bigger, but then we got a trailer, or a teaser, it was technically called, uh, for Captain America Civil War, and mm-hmm. and the internets were never the same afterwards. Uh <laughs> First, I want to ask, before we start talking about this particular movie, I know we did a whole episode, we did like seven episodes on comic book movies, it just wouldn't end, and we've kind of talked about our favorite Marvel movies, but I don't think I've asked either of you your favorite and least favorite of the Marvel, um, uh, the MCU, your favorite uh, mm. of those, so uh, I'll, I'll say mine since I kind of put you on the spot here. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite is tough because it's like a three-way tie, but I'll choose the Avengers. The first one, because it was the first time they were all together on, on screen. And it was a historic moment that made the child in me cry because I never thought I'd have that in my lifetime. And it was mm-hmm. awesome. I mean, a close second and third is winter soldier and guardians of the galaxy. I think those mm-hmm. two are, are really good. Uh, my least favorite is the second Thor. The Dark World. Mm, the Dark World, yeah. Uh, now, let me preface with this. I love all of the movies. I didn't hate any of them, but that was my least favorite. Uh, and that's including The Incredible Hulk. I liked that movie. That one, I think, is the most underrated Marvel film, actually. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I think people forget about it and don't remember how good it is. Right. I mean, the acting was great, and yeah. it was only the what, the second or third movie? Second it was movie? the second one. Yeah, yeah. so it's like... They're building something, but, you know. Uh, all right, Matt, I'll let you decide, because I have a feeling Amelia, it's going to be like picking her favorite child. Uh, no, Captain I know the Am- answer to this. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Captain oh, America, the Winter Soldier is my favorite. Nice. Like, and uh, my least favorite is uh, Iron Man 2. Okay. Yep. Any particular reason, or? Any particular reason Iron Man 2 is my least? Or? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, um, it's just it's a weak movie. I mean, it's it's either that or Thor: The Dark World. I actually think they're both equally weak on a script level. And um, but the only reason I kind of pick Iron Man two over um, Thor: The Dark World is because Iron Man two really I think suffered a lot from just trying to further the way to the next films. I thought it didn't stand enough on its own and do its own thing. And it, it also just did not have a very good script. So, <laughs> All right. All right, Amelia, what do you got? So I had forgot, like, I, I don't even accept the Hulk movies as MCU in my brain. So I didn't <laughs> even think about them until you said it. Um, well, the first one isn't. The first Hulk yeah, movie. No. Hulk is not. No, Incredible sh- Hulk <laughs> is. Yeah. Yeah. Ang Lee <laughs> has nothing to do with Hulk or Marvel anymore. So... My my favorite was Captain America Civil War. I mean, we all knew that was coming because I'm a huge Cap fangirl. Wait, um, Civil, Civil uh, Winter Soldier? Not Civil War, Winter Soldier. Okay, Words okay. are hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, even, even without Cap being my favorite, like that, that story was just so good. Mm-hmm. So good. Throughout the whole film, it was awesome. Um, but with the consideration of the Hulk, um, it oh, took no. me... It took me years to watch that movie because I was so scarred from <laughs> the first one. Right. Like, 
it was just so bad that I was like, no, I'm done. I can't do this. So I did it, finally watch it. I think it was two years ago, and I still didn't love it. Um, but I, I'm going to stick with, <laughs> with Iron Man 2 as my least favorite. Whiplash was bad. Um, mm-hmm. It was Iron ah. Man. Like, my, my favorite part of the whole film is when Pepper is losing her mind in the car. <laughs> but, <laughs> at, like, it, that, that shouldn't be my favorite part in, in a superhero movie. So, Iron Man 2. I like that movie just because of Sam Rockwell. Like, I, I love Sam Rockwell, and I'll enjoy anything he's involved in. But, yeah, it is a weak sequel. Um, but Iron Man 3, I thought, was the worst of the Iron Man movies. I didn't hate it. Um, every, everybody I know did, but I, I didn't mind it. Um, I, I know a lot of people I, were ticked off about the Mandarin, but yeah, that's, that's hard to get over for me. China no, Ooh, you're watching it really wrong. If the Mandarin makes you upset, like, no, I'm no, I, 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 I <laughs> so much of that movie. Like they just, I get why they couldn't do, cause the Mandarin is just like yeah. textbook racist. Yep. <laughs> like right. you can't do that character on screen in in this century. Mm-hmm. Not with no, I mean, but yeah. the reason no, the reason I like it is because the the Mandarin, the real Mandarin, being um, what's his name, uh, Aldrich Killian, is just really really smart. The idea of a corporate invented bad guy to misdirect the public's attention away from the horrible things that they're it's just really smart i really the 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 mandarin like viral marketing they did was amazing that's terrifying that should Mm -hmm. have been so much better Mm. i just thought it fell flat i i don't know and i i really liked kiss kiss bang bang which is the director that he did that first or before Mm -hmm. this this just felt like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang with superheroes and no nudity. <laughs> well, Top, it is. Topless, topless women, I should say. Yeah, um, it's, I mean, yeah. I don't know. All right. So I wanted to ask that before we started. Let's let's dig into the, the next chapter. I don't know. What number Marvel movie is this? Does anybody know off the top of their head? Uh, um, 12. Is it 12? No, 13. I, be- I just saw 13. Yeah, okay. Wow. Okay. You were close. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was a good guess. <laughs> it, well, it wasn't. I, mean, I did some quick adding. I okay. forgot something. I, I think I forgot Ant-Man, but. All right. Uh, okay. Um, so, yeah, the 13th movie in the, the MCU. Uh, it's supposed to be the conclusion of the Captain America trilogy. Uh, but Chris Evans is now saying he wants to do more after the Infinity War but we'll we'll see what happens. <laughs> okay, I, l- let's ask this again before we dig deep into this trailer. Uh, why is Captain America your favorite? Because he is definitely not my favorite uh, comic book character. For me, yeah. Um, he's the quintessential. So it's it's weird because on on the DC side of it, Batman is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, s- s- smart, I, I still smart. love and adore Superman, but. It's he's 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 not my guy. Bruce is so in. Uh, he's the Steve Rogers is the quintessential hero. He's he and he's he doesn't start off that way, which is part of the reason that I love it. Like just all the conversations with Erskine in in the first film and the you know he he's small, so he'll respect this power because he didn't always have it. He always he. he ugh. <laughs> it's everybody always says you know oh well he's the good old boy but you know you don't realize that he's spent the entirety of the first avenger and the entirety of the avengers breaking rules and looking at his commanding officers and going no probably not he got into well quote unquote got into the military by lying over and over and over again. He was told not to go find those people. He went to go find those people. He got told by Nick Fury, no, everything's going to be okay. And instead he went and found the weapons. Like everybody gets irritated at Captain America because they're like, oh my God, he's so goody two shoes and he'll never break the rules. And that's what makes him lame. But the thing is, is if he, if the rules need to be broken, they are, but he doesn't sacrifice his morals or his code in in the sake of being in the line of duty. I love Steve Rogers. 
You should have been a hero. lawyer. That was a good good defense for Captain Thank America. You. He's <laughs> he's my hero. He's my guy. There you go. And speaking of the the Boy Scout, yeah, you were saying the DC side is Superman. That's the Boy Scout of mm-hmm. of that world. And just a quick plug, Matt wrote a cool article on AtomicGeekdom.com all about defending Superman and why he gets so much hate right now and why mm-hmm. he should he should be given another chance and why people should enjoy that character more than than at face value because a lot of the attention does go to Bruce and the Batman because it's a cooler character mm-hmm. and it's very dark but. At the same time, Superman is someone that you should enjoy, and it hurts me to say that because I hate Superman. Mm. What do you hate? What? No, another conversation <laughs> for another time. We can't go down this road because this will be the whole thing. There is a pla- <laughs> there is a planned podcast of Batman versus Superman, not the movie, the characters. So They're, why why do you have to compare them though? Well, we talk about it that way because Jenny and I argue about it all the time. Um, and yes, no, I understand that they're not only friends, but they are brothers. And it's usually never Batman versus Superman. It's usually a one-time thing. It's not a continuous thing. Although everybody wants them to fight just like in Civil War. Everybody wants the good guys to fight or there's this minority of people that are like, why are they fighting? It doesn't make any That's sense. That's me. Yeah. I <laughs> hate superheroes. I hate superheroes fighting. I think it's the dumbest thing. <laughs> I don't like versus movies of any like kind. Predator versus Alien? Yes. Because wow. you know what? Nobody ever wins. They, <laughs> you have a fake winner and then like you, you see you know, the guy at the bottom of the water winking at you. No, I'm not really dead. Just kidding. Because you can't ostracize the entire other half of the fandom that is coming to watch your movie. So nobody ever actually wins. So those movies are dumb. All right. Well, even that one scene in Avengers when they all first meet and they're fighting. Oh, wasn't it so cool? I'm like, no, I just want to. I don't want to see the heroes fighting each other. I want to see the heroes fighting the bad guys. <laughs> you mean the scene where they're being actual five year olds? Don't touch yeah. me. Don't touch my stuff. Seriously? You're grown yeah. men. Well, I don't want to go too into it here, but I don't really like Avengers all that much. So, um,. You're also not a Joss Whedon fan. No, I'm not. I had to throw you under that bus. Sorry. That's all right. I don't like him. I think he's a pretty well. I'm never mind. Another I just, show. I, the conversation yeah. for later because I will defend and we will. Yeah. Yeah, I will too. Long conversation. It's almost as if he's like my dad. I would defend him that much. I know. <laughs> You'll both lose, but you can. Oh, okay. Him. We can't do this now. We can't. Abort mission. Abort mission. <laughs> All right. Let's. Ju- <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, let's talk about the movie, and then we'll talk about the trailer. So, Civil War is kind of an adaptation of the the graphic novels with the same name, Civil War, mm-hmm. uh, from Marvel. Pretty much pitting Captain America versus Iron Man. Uh, it's based on a proposed, not even proposed. It's based on in, uh, I don't know what you would call it, a a, a law well, or something. The Superhero Registration Act, right, right, called the Superhero Registration Act, um, <clears throat> that makes superpowered individuals register with the government so that there's some kind of uh, responsibility or some kind of authority over them, and they're held accountable for their actions because there was an accident where. Superheroes were involved and innocent people died and people were kind of, you know, in an uproar about it, even though superheroes died too. And in the book, I don't, have both of you read it? Yeah. Uh, okay. I've not. Okay. But That's okay. Yeah. Um, I know enough about it. And we'll, we'll avoid the, the comic book spoilers, but there's not much to know that we're going to give away other than Spider-Man's in it and Punisher's in it. And I'm going to miss the Punisher not being in the movie, but that's okay. Um, <clears throat> okay, so the movie for Civil War, it's the same thing, essentially, except they're calling it the, uh, what did I see in the trailer? Uh, the Framework for the Registration and Deployment of Enhanced Individuals, mm-hmm. is what they're calling it, and it's the Sokovia Accords in the movie. So not not too it's, much different. Yeah, it seems like it also has an awful lot to do with, with Bucky. The trailer did. Yeah. Uh, but that's I think that's where the, the division is going to come in, because... Well, let's let's be honest. Bucky did some bad things. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> he's he's Under mind control. All, all right, I'll get there. <laughs> yeah, he he's committed some crimes, and he is responsible to an extent. Yes, he was under the control of Hydra, 
mm-hmm. almost I'd say a hundred percent for everything he's done. But there is a gray area there of well, how do you you know you how do you know he can't? He's not just going to turn back into this person. And so the government is trying to bring him in, and that's where where Black Widow is is aligned, and then eventually it looks like Tony Stark is also aligned there uh, in that mm-hmm. same vein. There's a big, it looks like, search going for him. He's a wanted man, and in the beginning of the trailer, Cap is talking to him about, well, they're they're talk they want to they want to arrest you, but they don't want or they want to kill you. Yeah, they, they don't, don't want to bring you wanna, in alive. Right, right. He's claiming Bucky that he's not doing that anymore. Um, but he also, he was under mind control. And how do you trust a person under mind control? I don't think, Hmm. I don't think you can, unless you absolutely know. Hmm. And how can you absolutely know? Well, I mean, he's, he's reprogrammable. So, and the the last time we saw him, he was kind of escaping his, his bonds. He was out Mm -hmm. at the, he was at the Captain America museum looking at the exhibit of himself so, right, and um, didn't he? He saved Cap at the end of, of. Well, he dragged him out of the water and saved him from drowning. Yeah, right, and then left. So I mean, he could have just yeah. easily finished and killed him. So yeah, he didn't. So there is that and aspect. Plus, <clears throat> yeah, and plus we all know that Bucky becomes a hero. I mean, sure. So yeah, sure. All right. Um. So yeah, in the trailer itself, yeah, it looks like Bucky is a, a main component of this fight, at least to maybe the catalyst of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, also with the events, I think, from the last Avengers movie is also a big part of what's happening here. Oh, uh, for sure. And you see it also in the Jessica Jones series. We're not going to dig too deep into that well, but people are afraid of powered individuals. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're not they're not too thrilled by these people and that's kind of the reason why Luke Cage is hiding his abilities and just wants to stay low and yeah so there's there's that aspect as well people are afraid mm-hmm. of you know everything of the unknown you know we humans suck let's just put it that way <clears throat> uh, okay so in the trailer it kind of picks up where Ant-Man left off in that, that post credit scene where we saw Bucky is they found him and they've kind of trapped him with his arm in that vice and Falcon and Cap are, are there interrogating him or talking to him. We didn't know what exactly they were about, but now it looks like in that trailer, you see how they find Bucky. I watched it in slow motion today. See if I could catch anything that I might've missed in regular speed. And yeah, it looks like a lot of the scenes from that take place in the actual capture of Bucky at that point, And then, mm-hmm. and then the getting away uh, afterwards, <clears throat> we could talk a little bit about Thaddeus Ross. He's in the trailer. Uh, that's uh, <clears throat> William Hurt. He returns from the yep. Incredible Hulk. He has stated, though, it's a, a reimagining of the character. It's not the exact same character that he was in in the Incredible Hulk. Which, whatever that means, who cares? He's still back. Mm-hmm. It's the same actor, same character. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, but he's back, and it looks like he's kind of fronting this this accord and putting it into motion and he talks, he's talking to cap about the fact that he's operated with unlimited power and no supervision. And that's something the world can't tolerate anymore. Uh, which makes Mm -hmm. sense to an extent. I mean, that's, that's the basis of why Batman is after Superman in that movie. It's it's, there's nobody to hold him accountable. And what's to say if he's under mind control, like Bucky, who's going to stop him? Mm hmm. So there's that fear again. Fear is going to be a, probably a catalyst for a lot of this. I'm surprised Loki's not involved in all. Um, so, okay. Before we dig into the, the, the meat of it, which is coming up right after that, like the Black Panther and a lot of the Black right. Widow stuff, what what was your favorite part of this trailer that didn't make you cry, Amelia? <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't have an answer for that question because it like I um go to Matt first. Let me okay. Think. All right, Matt. What was your favorite part of the trailer? What was my favorite part of the trailer? Well, I had two, I would say, and they are two very different things. Um I really liked the action sequence, uh the brief action sequence of Cap and Bucky versus Iron Man. 
yeah. uh, because that was just a really cool action set piece that is obviously going to be even more cool because that's not the whole thing. And then my other part was Cap saying, uh, I'm sorry, Tony. Uh, I don't want to do this, but I don't have a choice. He's my friend. And Tony says, so was I. The way and, he says that, it's oh, yeah. really it was, well. I mean, it's Robert Downey yeah. Jr., so I didn't expect anything less, but it's really well acted. It was really great, and I loved that, obviously, because that was a huge emotional character beat. So I liked an action beat in that trailer, and I really liked a character beat in that trailer. Nice. But it was fantastic. I'll, I'll let Amelia keep thinking about it, and I'll go to Twitter, because I did real quick tweet out what asking what their favorite moments were. And, mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> Gramps at Kirk Perry said he loved to see the Black Panther Captain America race. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looked like Cap was getting beat, though. Uh, Danny at Echo Spider said the Iron Man tag team beat down, which you were just talking mm-hmm. about. And Mikey uh, Mikey Flash at Mike Schmidt 09, who is the man that created all of our podcast music. Uh, he said the Black Panther and Falcon fighting styles. I didn't really see mm-hmm. much of Black Panther fighting. No, there was hardly any, I but, thought. But Falcon's little flipping kick thing that he did was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. All right, Amelia, what do you got? Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> the, first, the first one is, is, the, is, is the one that Matt mentioned. The, I'm sorry, he's my friend. Mm-hmm. So was I. And I like that because it, the thing about the Civil War is, you know... We all pick sides, but the the reason it's hard is because neither side is one hundred percent right. Mm-hmm. So that that interaction there was it, it was it was really rough. It was an emotional gut punch, and and even though you know, yeah, he's stopping you because you're trying to shoot his other friend. Maybe stop that. <laughs> um, but so that. That one, and I really liked the, and it's so brief, but when Team Anti-Registration or Team Cap or whatever <laughs> you want to call them uh, is is running in, and it's just like this, I, and I hate using this term, but like if there's an ever an appropriate time to use it, it's this, just you see the squad just running, and it's so cool, and you see Scarlet Witch fly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that just is such an awesome moment. Like for me, that's that's the Avengers standing in a circle spin around moment for me in this film so far. <laughs> right. like I'm, I'm I'm really stoked for that. I also am not a squad fan. Uh, other, uh, it's such a stupid thing, but it was so appropriate. Yeah. Other than suicide. But we don't. You know, that's <laughs> the only squad I enjoy. OK. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. The the running at each other moment. I, I enjoyed the beginning part with with him you know, saying that. Yeah. Uh, do you know who I am? And he says, your mom's name was Sarah. And then he says, you mm. used to wear newspaper in your shoes. Like, okay, that's funny. But it's like a, that, it's like a touching moment and also hilarious. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's that, cause you can look up who Steve Rogers mother was, but only mm. Bucky would know that he wears newspaper in his shoes. Right. Yeah. yeah there's, a, there's, there's likely a Wikipedia for Steve Rogers in the MCU. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Telling you who his mom was. It's probably yeah. not redacted or classified. Yeah. In the MCU. Um, I liked the moment where um <clears throat> the first time you see Iron Man open the elevator and Tony and, and it looks like it's a kind of a separate scene because the mask is gone, but uh where Tony's got the black eye and he's walking towards Cap and they're kind of just walking towards each other in that little moment. I thought that was cool, and if that leads to like a one-on-one fight, I, which I assume it will, I think that'll be pretty pretty fun. Uh, I'm assuming the black guy is he gets that earlier, maybe in the Bucky fight with mm-hmm. with Cap, and that's like the final showdown between the two. I mean, this movie has to end with them becoming friends again, right? Well, <laughs> um, no. Yeah, right. It might end with Tony being very sad, but it doesn't have to end with them being friends again. Okay. Do you do you think we're gonna lose some Avengers? Not maybe de- to death, but leaving the team. Um, they're they're not gonna do the Civil War death in this movie. If it happens, it's gonna happen at the beginning of Infinity War. Um, yeah, thank but, you, thank you for not spoiling it. Yeah, um, 
No, nobody needs. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine. Everybody's fine. Everybody's fine. Spider-Man is going to be introduced and uh, then die in this movie. Shh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think if we lose anybody, it it would be Clint. But I don't. I don't think it's going to happen. Like I don't think any of the Avengers are going to quit. Um, but if anybody did, we've seen Clint kind of teetering. Um, mm-hmm. so that, and, and so far as the superhero registration act goes, Clint out of all of them is really the only one that has anything to lose because mm-hmm. there's not really secret identities in the MCU right now, but Clint Barton no. has relied so heavily on his family being hidden. And if his identity comes out, then so does his family. So well, let's, he's, he's, let's talk about that for a second. Cause it's called the. The registration and deployment of enhanced individuals. Would Hawkeye mm-hmm. or Black Widow be considered enhanced? I no, they're think already so. government I mean, operative. I would say they're already government operative. They work. Yeah, I would say they're registered already. Yeah. Nat is, but Clint isn't. Clint didn't leave, quote unquote, shield. He just stopped being involved. And Natasha mm-hmm. went off and got more involved with Stark. But after shield got dissolved or yeah quote but unquote, the, dissolved. the government already knows who clint barton is because he did work for shield well, my, he already i mean he's already been a government operative he already right. i would argue he already is a registered individual but it's, in general. it's they make a point to say enhanced individuals yeah they're not and they're just normal dudes well well in the comic books clint is i mean he's got he's right. not he's not thor but I mean, he's deaf, which I don't think we'll ever see in the movies themselves. <laughs> no, but, probably not. No, like he 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 is special. Mm-hmm. Right. I think. Well, plus the enhanced so, thing. The enhanced thing kind of covers mutants and everything. They can't say mutants, and uh, we're yeah. getting into that gray area of Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver and all of that. Um, oh, and I mean, the superhero registration act, the mutant registration act, are. Li- the exact same thing. They just get called different things in different books. The superhero, mm-hmm. the mutant, and now the Inhuman Registration Act. Yeah, uh, it's well, all the same. And also on the DC side, you have had similar things in the past as the, well. It's the a Metahuman Registration thing. Act. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, and, yeah, and whatever they called it in uh, Watchmen, the uh, oh right, the, the McGovern uh, Act or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Pretty um, common. Yeah, that was that just kind of hit me while we were talking. Like, would those two need to? Because and and yeah. then Falcon technically is not enhanced either. He's just got no. a suit. And same thing with Iron Man. Yeah. Um. So you can make that argument for it. But yeah, I, I I think generally we're supposed to say, well, the it's it means superheroes. Anybody who's fighting alongside superheroes is supposed to register. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um. So yeah, Hawkeye. That's that's funny. It's like the second movie in a row where he's kind of the well, everybody thought he's going to die in Age of Ultron, and they kind of pulled the swerve on that one. I wanted him to die in Age of Ultron. I'd still be happy if he just went away. <laughs> I love Clint Barton. I oh. uh, I've always been a big fan of Hawkeye since I was a no. He's so funny. <laughs> My brother can tell a story of me calling Toys R Us and all kinds of stores trying to find a Hawkeye action figure. And I, I would call it every time they'd be like, from MASH? And I'm like, no, I would not want a MASH action figure. Because it's a better Hawkeye. You're no, terrible. it's not. You're terrible. Oh, it so is. <laughs> no, Hawkeye's the best. No, he's terrible. How, no, he's not. How he's dare you? Absolutely terrible. He's How is he terrible? Gi- he's been given almost nothing to do. He's probably the. Mm, he's. Uh, they've given him so little to do. They've given him such just. Awful. Oh, by the way, all of a sudden we're going off to a farm for two hours for that movie. You can blame the studio for a lot was not put into the movie that was supposed to. And Clint Barton's family is not unprecedented. I don't care that it's not unprecedented. It is not interesting. And it's not it's like you just took the movie out to a farm to a character's family to waste time. Plus, in the first movie, you had your hero 
or in the first Avengers movie that he appeared in, he was under mind control for half the movie and gave some of the worst lines in the movie. They continue to give him some of the worst lines in the movie. He's just, it's like, get him out of here. Get in a different, more interesting character or give the guy some better lines to do and give him some more interesting story arcs because so far they're failing him pretty hardcore. I greatly enjoy Clint Barton. I love that he had the family. Uh, like I love, I love that dynamic when they get on the farm and his kids just come running out of nowhere, and then Steve's just like, "What is happening? Who are these people?" Um, I, I that's love exactly that- it. What's happening? Who are these people? Why are we wasting a huge chunk of Avengers: Age of Ultron on a farm? <laughs> because there were relative plot points on that farm. We see the beginnings of civil. War that that conversation between Steve and Tony was so important, and sure, I'm not denying that. Yeah, exactly. It could have happened exactly anywhere without Clint Barton's whole family stupidity. Let's just agree that the worst part of Age of Ultron was the science montage where they're Uh, where they're creating Ultron. I thought that was terrible. I don't know. I thought Age of Ultron was. Can it be the fact that a superhero created a monster and, like, people gave Steve more crap about saying language than they did Tony for creating this thing? Yeah. I had a lot of problems with Age of Ultron. But we're not talking about that anymore. Well, I, you know, (laughs) we shouldn't be talking about that, rather. Just for the record. But for that, yeah. Yeah, I think, Matt, you're you're outnumbered, but I understand where you're coming from. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about... The, the one scene in the Civil War trailer, which we came to talk about, where to- Tony is pretty much holding the unconscious body of Rhodes, of a war machine. Ooh, yeah. That doesn't yeah. look too fun for him. Uh, <clears throat> do you expect, you know, we kind of touched on it a little bit, do you expect anyone to die in this movie? Any major side characters? Because major characters aren't going to die in this movie, but what do you think? Also, a major character does die in this movie. Oh, you really? Yeah, that's confirmed. In Civil War. But, I mean, we assume the funeral at the beginning is Peggy's. Peggy is a major character. Fight me. <laughs> uh, that, <laughs> I'm not going to argue. No, um, <laughs> no, she's. I didn't major. I mean, not major. She, yeah, she's major. I mean, I didn't know that I that was the say- opening of the movie. We, we assume that she's going to die. I mean, first of all, she's old. Second of all, we've seen <laughs> pictures of Steve at a funeral. I mean... Oh, you're right. You're yeah, right. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. She's going. Okay. Which I will ball, but... <laughs> You'll still have her on TV. I know. Um, it looks like, too, in that picture that... Oh, no, it looks like an airport runway. I thought maybe it was, like, the Avengers new area, their new building, but it's not. It's an airport when War Machine is mm. knocked out or dead or whatever he is there. Uh, all right. What about Black Panther? That's the first real time we got to see Black Panther in action. Like Twitter has told us what, uh, what'd you think so far of the look of Black Panther? Uh, Matt, he looks great. I mean, for the two seconds we saw him, uh, yeah, looked like Black Panther to me. Yeah. Costume looks good. I mean, we yeah, didn't, yeah. don't get to hear him speak or anything yet. And that's fine. It's just the yeah, first, yeah. first teaser. What did you think, Amelia? I like it's it's pretty much the same. I mean, yeah. we only had him for a couple seconds, but I thought he looked awesome. I'm excited about or I'm excited to see more of him. But yeah, we didn't really have enough for me to be like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, we're kind of left to speculate on what he's going to do in this movie. Like he's being introduced and we're led to believe it's uh, he's going to be a third party to this war, like a neutral person in the middle. He, um, yeah, if they, you know, if they follow tradition, he has no side. So- if tradition, if they follow continuity, he has no side. He's right. Yeah, I'm fairly sure the helmet Zemo and crossbone storyline are going to pull him into the story, mm-hmm. and that's how he gets involved, or maybe just the helmet Zemo uh, storyline. <clears throat> but either way, that's the introduction to him, and I, I feel like everyone's. <laughs> eagerness towards seeing Spider-Man in this movie. I think it's going to be like maybe a minute, two minutes of the movie. Oh yeah, for sure. He'll, oh yeah. It's maybe, you know, like, like the Wolverine thing in, uh, X-Men first class, something like that. Mm -hmm. Similar to what he's probably not going to swear, but something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I never expected 
Spider-Man to be more than a extended cameo in this film from the time they announced him because based on, you know, and Amelia said it earlier, there are no um, secret identities in the Marvel Cinematic right. Universe. Uh, and Mar- uh, Spider-Man's involvement in the original Civil War was based on it was a huge deal that he stepped up and took his mask off and said, I'm Peter Parker. But... Also, the Spider-Man in Civil War was an adult Spider-Man, not a teenage Spider-Man. And, um, you know, there's no – you're not going to have Spider-Man step up in Civil War, this brand new Spider-Man who everybody's just barely meeting and have him say, I'm Peter Parker. It wouldn't be a big deal that way. (laughs) Right, right. I don't know. I actually – like I – when they announced him, I don't – I, I kind of expect them to go that route. I be, Because none of the heroes that we know have that secret identity, I think it's important to have somebody who does to make it relevant, to show why we're fighting. And sure, he's they don't know him as well, but we're going to see a kid go through some pretty crappy situations real quick if they go that route. I think we could see maybe I'm one or... Sure. Well, my thing is, I'm sure he'll be he'll be involved briefly because he he wants to keep his secret identity, especially if this is still a teenage Peter Parker. Well, it is a teenage Peter Parker, and he's not going to want to, as a teenager, come out and say, this is me. I'm Peter Parker and have everybody realize that he's just a kid. Mm-hmm. Well, he wasn't 100 percent on board with it in Civil War either. Right. He Tony basically can. Convinced him is the problem, and, and then things went rocky <laughs> real quick. Yeah, he regretted it almost immediately. <clears throat> I think it's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be a scene where we see maybe Tony and or Steve go up to him and try to persuade him to do one thing or the other. Uh, I think you're gonna see Tony yeah. try to persuade him. Yeah, you need to come out and tell everybody who you are. It's safer this way. And then Steve saying, you know, this will protect your family. You need to stay secret or hidden that kind of thing maybe we'll see something like that yeah um where they persuade him to but then he ended up not revealing because you're right i think we need spider-man to not reveal his identity i'm tired of the not the lack of secret identities i want him to stay a secret and it's in both worlds on dc tv and i get so Mm. i get so frustrated with how many people know who oliver is or who who, uh, the fact that everyone on the Flash except um, Patty Spivet knows that Barry is the Flash, yeah, it's pretty silly. <laughs> and there's that, and and I think Amelia wants Patty to know. Tell Patty. <laughs> no, don't tell Patty. Everybody else no, already tell knows Patty because she's the best. See, and that's the thing. Everybody else already knows. So one more person. He is will. Gonna he will tell her, but yeah, and then she's gonna die. I'm just prepare, yeah, I don't, prepare yourself. Stick, yeah, Patty's but, not gonna I, stick around. So I mean, yeah. I guess he will tell her. her. She's yeah, awesome. But she, yeah, but if we know anything about Patty Spivet, it says she's not destined to stay around. <laughs> well, right. We know the other relationship that's destined to begin. Yeah, but they broke the timeline, so it's fine. We can keep her. It always it always comes back to that. <laughs> we broke the timeline. They broke right. the timeline. Let It'll me be... keep Patty Spivet. It's always Barry and a, it's always Barry and Iris. <laughs> but then you look at you look at Arrow, and you have to expect the fall of one relationship there. And mm. I think it was going to upset a lot of Twitter fans. It will, because eventually it will be Oliver and Laurel. Right. Mm-hmm. Which, they have to uh, work on their chemistry before they can make that a thing first. Right, that agreed. Agreed. Me, that that upsets me greatly, just because the way they've written Laurel on that show is pretty poor. And she was amazing in season one. I adored her, and now I hate her face. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. She's, yeah. Let's anyway. focus. Yeah, I I took us down this path. It's my fault. Wrong. Uh, but, Look what you've done. Yeah. Look what I, you've done. I, I'm the king of tangents on this podcast. <laughs> Uh, okay, so final thoughts. Captain America Civil War. This was our two and a half minute teaser that we got, and I've watched it maybe a dozen times already because it was really well done. The music was really good, and pacing was really good. What were you oh, saying? I was just going to say, I hate when they call two and a half minutes a teaser. I agree. That's a trailer. I agree. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, at least they didn't give us a trailer for a trailer. Call it whatever uh, you want, as long as it isn't three seconds long. And you're- oh yeah, a teaser, oh, had- a teaser for a teaser. 
Teasers yes. for teasers are awful. Ant-Man did that. It's been done appropriately <laughs> once, and that's Deadpool. Oh, right, yes. right. Ant-Man tried. They did the the mini teaser where it was like two inches big. Like, you couldn't hardly see it. And then I lost faith in humanity. Yeah. Because of teasers for teasers. And, yeah. This is the we last... lost again. The, the last Star Wars trailer. Uh, no, we're going to do another one tomorrow. But <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> that's how it works. Okay, so, yeah. Like I was saying, last thoughts on Civil War. Uh, the trailer itself. Um... What what from this movie are you looking forward to the most, Matt? I'm looking most forward to uh, the thing I see when I talk about not liking superheroes fighting. It's mostly I don't like superheroes punching each other. I do like superhero debates, however. <laughs> so I'm looking a lot for just because it, they're not all going to agree on everything mm-hmm. and – um, I, and of course I always think intellectual discourse is super important. So I look forward to Tony and Steve having those arguments over what is the best way to go about, um, being a superhero and existing in the world and dealing with governments and keeping people safe and s- the like and i also really look forward to seeing what the eventual because there there are two villains in this movie and i'm interested in knowing what their part is and i'm glad we don't know yet i'm glad that that's not something that's even touched upon kind of like with batman v superman i'm i I don't want to know that's too much to know and i'm really excited to go into the movie fresh and find out what that's all about Good answer. All right. Amelia? I want to see Tony Stark finally grow. <laughs> so, um, ooh, good answer. Yeah. Um, so here, here's the thing about Tony Stark. In the Marvel Cinematic Universe, we have seen very little, if not no growth. Mm-hmm. And I use Iron Man 3 as an example, where Tony Stark goes on television and says, hey, feel free to come and attack me in my home where my girlfriend lives. <laughs> uh, Tony is rash. Tony is selfish. Tony makes bad decisions over and over and over and over again. But the fact of the matter is, is one day Tony Stark is going to lead the Avengers. And... Or, or if they if they go the way that things usually go, one mm. day Tony Stark is su- supposed to become a leader, and I, I, I described it on Twitter this afternoon. Um, me and one of the Agents of Shield folks were talking. Um, Tony is that family member that you have to love because I do always love Tony, but I very, very, very rarely like Tony. I love him, but I usually want to punch him in his stupid face, <laughs> which is why, like, through this trailer, I'm like, oh, my God, stop, stop it. But, the like, the reason the Civil uh, like I said before, the reason the Civil War is hard is because nobody is 100% right and no one is 100% wrong. And real bad stuff is going to go down in this movie. And I hope beyond hope that we finally see Tony start to grow start to realize that his actions have effects on other people because he, he has, he has a line where he says it, it and it, I'm paraphrasing cause I've only watched it once because it breaks my heart. <laughs> um, he says, if, if we're not held accountable, we're no better than the bad guys, mm-hmm. which what that really says is, Hey, um, I've screwed up repeatedly. So I need a babysitter and all of you need to pay for my mistakes. I'm sorry well, I almost got the world ended. I think he I think something needs to become of Tony. I was so so mad at the end of Age of Ultron when he just walked away and everybody goes, "Oh, hey Tony, we're going to miss you." You know, it's like, "No, this man just created a world-ending robot. He almost destroyed everybody." And you're like, "Oh, 
we're going to miss you. Oh, I'm going to miss you too. And he drives away in his Lamborghini to buy Pepper a farm. And it's like, no, he's got to have some consequences. It always comes back to the farm for you, doesn't it? Well, no, in that case, <laughs> this is your fault now. This is your fault now. You did this. You're right. I'm sorry. Continue, Matt. And so I agree with Amelia that Tony needs to get something, some kind of point in his life. Yes. (laughs) Have character growth for the love of God. And I like, I don't want to lose the sass. I don't want to lose the funny. I don't want to lose what is quintessentially Tony Stark. I just want to see him become that leader that we know he can. I think it's going to take, and I think we all will probably agree on this, it's going to take the death of somebody very close to him to do that. You think I'm glaring at you through my microphone. I, uh, I'm i sorry. I, think <laughs> I, I don't know. What? Yeah, they might. I think they might. I mean, it's... I mean, it could be, yeah. it could be Rhodes. It could be Pepper. Uh, I, happy. I mean... I, I, I think if they... Ooh, Where Pepper Tony is also a right good now. choice. Yeah. No, she's not. <laughs> We're not killing Pepper Potts. I, uh, I think where Tony sits right now, if if we kill somebody that he's close to, we will not get him back. That won't lead him to growth. That will lead him to vengeance. Where his character sits right now. That's a good something, point. Mm. Something bad has to happen to someone he loves. That is his fault. That's that's kind of what I meant. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, with the the whole premise behind his fear in Age of Ultron was it was his fault. He couldn't yeah. save them. Um, in that vision he got from Scarlet Witch, he couldn't save his friends. Yeah. Uh, now in the comic book, something bad does happen to right. someone he cares about, and it mm. is his fault. Right. So Rage. your fear, your fears <laughs> may may come true. I I don't know. We'll see. Nope. Uh, in Captain America uh, Civil War is the first of Phase Three, right? Yeah. I, I've lost track of the phases. Yeah, yeah. Ant Man yes. was Ant Man was the last of Phase Two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yes. All right. No, no. Ant Man's not in the Phase Two box set. I don't think. Mm. I just pulled up a list and it says Ant Man, but I'm not. Yeah, I don't think it is yeah. in that box set. No, but it it was supposedly officially. I mean, unless they changed it, the last I read, it was the last of Phase Two. If those box sets weren't so expensive, I would have both of them. I own the first one, and uh. now I'm saving for the second. Like I, <laughs> I, I have only bought Guardians of the Galaxy because I've been waiting for this stupid box set. <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> it was so hard. Yeah, Guardians is 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 yeah. I, I'll probably have to watch that this weekend. Uh, okay. So pretty. Yes. Uh, speaking of Guardians, we're going to wrap this up here. I wrote a little article on the website, AtomicGeekdom.com, all about spoilers and scoops, and it involves mm-hmm. a recent scoop about Guardians of the Galaxy and what James Gunn had to say about it. I didn't really talk about either of Ooh. those things. But did you, oh, did you also read the one that uh, yours is very good? And somebody else wrote one, too, the uh, little, little Latino review who used to employ the uh, person that had the scoop. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, also a very good article. I'll go check that out. Basically, yeah. my point is... The was, what's that? The quote-unquote scoop? Right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the point is, and I said it on Twitter, it's, it, it can't be that important of a scoop or news story if you can't name your source. I mean, mm. it, it, I mean what's the point? I don't care. I, I, I don't know. I, I, spoilers... Well, they don't- the reason they don't want to name their source is because then they'll get in trouble. They'll get in trouble. Exactly. Right. Then there's then you don't have that source. I understand it. I get it. But that's in politics. I mean, this is entertainment news. Let's let's not take it so seriously. Well, also there are non-disclosure agreements. If right. they if they name their source, somebody could have broken an NDA and will end up having to pay millions of dollars in. Right. Um, but it's know. wrong, so they weren't <laughs> revealing anything super secret. Exactly. No, but I mean... My point is, let's go back to the day of being surprised. Okay, the end. Absolutely. Uh, also on the website, like I mentioned, is Matt's awesome story about Superman. There's a Jessica Jones review. Uh, all kinds of good stuff on the website. Uh, Amelia, what can people go look at at the Geekly Planet right now? Episode reviews, and I write about how James Gunn is done confirming or denying anything. 
There we because go. of stupid things like yesterday. <laughs> because of L, maybe. What's uh, funny is, I, you uh, know, <laughs> he made that thing out to be such a production, and it was the dumbest looking thing I've ever seen. Like, he's awful. Yes. Yeah. I don't want to talk about no, him no, no, too no, much, no. but he is just awful. Anyway. All right. So, yeah, that's on the website. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Amelia has great content over at the Geekly Planet, and she's doing True stuff story. for the, the Marvel Report as well. Uh, I believe a Jessica Jones review for episode three is what she's working on. Yeah. There you go. We have lots of great writers over there. They're awesome. And we're going to have a special Jessica Jones episode with some of those writers uh, very mm-hmm. soon, talking about the whole series, and maybe Matt, if he wants to join us, if he finishes it. Um, yeah, I oh I'm done. I I have okay. thoughts. I'm done it. Yeah, I have thoughts. You always have thoughts, and they frighten me often. Uh, yeah. Okay, Amelia, where can they find you on Twitter? Uh, at browncoat horror. I took the underscore out. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Matt, you can be on found on Twitter at two bg pod. And the Two Broke Geeks podcast is also on iTunes. You can subscribe mm-hmm. there. It's also on our website at timekeeping.com. What, yep. uh, what was your last episode about? It was titled Chapter 35 in which Justin is an accidental peeper. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to catch up to that. <laughs> yeah, it is It is about his harrowing adventure to try and find a public re- – well, it's not completely, but the, tit- <laughs> the title is based on his um, harrowing adventure to find a public restroom in Times Square. And if you know anything about Times Square, that yeah. pretty much doesn't exist. No. So, Starbucks. Oh, it, well, it, yeah, you, you'd have to – it was pretty hilarious. <laughs> There you go. All right. Thank you both for joining me to talk all about Captain America Civil War. Thank you, Amelia, for, for repressing all of your feels. Yeah, thanks for having me. I didn't uh, cry. You made it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. See you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.